Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, good night, (laughs) whatever time it may be where you are um, in this earth realm as you are hearing the sound of my voice. I pray that you are well and safe and doing good, um, being healthy. That is is our, our reigning prayer during this season is that you are well and you are healthy. We thank and praise God that, you know, if you're hearing the sound of my voice, and that means he has blessed you with another day of life. And, of course, as we say all the time, that that is absolutely positively the best reason to rejoice in him because no matter what you walked through yesterday, no matter how hard even today may be for you, the fact that you are still alive, still with breath in your lungs, says that God is not done. He has not put a period and said enough. He is still on the throne. He is saying that he is with you. He is keeping you, carrying you, and covering you all at the same time. So we thank and praise God for his faithfulness unto us even in this hour. This is the It's Real Radio broadcast, and I am your host, Elder Quaylette James, and I have my ride-or-die partner with me, my sister in the Lord, the beautiful Miss Tanya Clark Roberts, and I'm so grateful that she is here with me. Um, you know, we have walked through our own share of distressing times, and God has been faithful, which is why we can come on here and share the good news of his faithfulness with you. So, Miss Tanya, how are you, ma'am? I'm just thanking God, like you're saying, sis, because trust me, it's been a lot going on, you know, since the covert thing and just more mentally, spiritually, physically, job, home. You know, so it's it's definitely been something, but I thank God because I'm still here to talk about it. So I'm grateful for mm-hmm. that, beautiful. How, you okay? Mm-hmm. I am wonderful. I am wonderful. You know, just basking in the goodness of the Lord. I was telling my husband earlier that this past week, not a day went by, not one, that I didn't hear of someone be it someone I knew well or someone um, that was associated with someone I knew. But every single day this past week, there was news of someone else transitioning and passing on. Um, and it's, you know, it, it, it can kind of get trying, you know. Um, I had kind of a, a little chat with Dad, with um, our Father in heaven, Um the other day, and it was just like, you know what, Daddy, all this death, it's just like, come on now, <laughs> you know, it's like you kind of get to that where I, I don't want to hear nobody else dying. I, I really don't want to hear nobody else dying, but unfortunately, this is the time and the season in which we live, um, and and some of them just passed away because, you know, um, they were older or there were some other illnesses, and then there were those that actually passed away by because of the virus. So, it, you know, that's, it, it is like when we talk about rejoicing and being alive, that is taking on a whole new connotation in the hour in which we live. 
really has. You know, when you see the numbers that are staggering of the people that are passing away due to this this pandemic that we find ourselves in, when you think of, you know, um, the numbers that they're projecting that will yet still transition. And it's, it really is a staggering, and it's very sobering. It, it makes you really understand that there has to be a greater appreciation within us for life, for the sanctity of life, you know? Absolutely, um, yeah. Yeah. It, it is, yeah. the days are not promised to us, <laughs> you know? Seriously, people are waking up one morning and gone the next. It, it's just like, wow, wow. You know, and and no way to prepare for how quickly these things are happening, other than to be rooted and grounded in the Lord. Uh, it's, yeah. it's amazing. It is, sis. And you know, what's even more amazing, you know, I just I'm my concern as as a woman of my concern is me loving the Lord. I struggle, and I've had my struggles. Some days are better than others, you guys. Please believe me. I'm just keeping it real. But, you know, I'm wondering Mm -hmm. how are the children of God, the people of God, how are they maintaining during this time now that the churches are closed? And are you still somehow connecting and staying close to God and listening to something positive, reading something positive? Like they're saying, there's more people now than ever flooding the regular television and the internet and Twitter and, and Facebook and, and, and YouTube, so many different options. Now you got so many people calling themselves prophets and you got so many people calling themselves this and that now, even more so, you know, to get the hype. God has a word, God, this. So my concern is Lord, you know, I believe in my heart that, you know, if you cover your doorposts with the blood, I'm not telling, I just believe it won't come out of our dwelling. I'm not telling you that mm-hmm. things won't go down. I'm not telling you that. But, and like you're saying, sis, regardless, you still lose people regardless if we believe or we don't. If that's just the mm-hmm. fact of life. But like you're saying, it's so many staggering numbers. And then when it comes close to home, people you love and different things like that, it affects you in a different way. So my concern mm-hmm. is how are the people, the children of God, maintaining now that the church doors are closed during this time? And are they still feeling connected to God or feeling more distant? What's taking on in your life right now that if you do feel different, why? You know, you said something, and as you said it, um, something really popped into my spirit. You said, how are they handling it now that the church doors are closed? Um, I think that, and this is this is me personally speaking, I think that that's a problem in itself because, and I, I hear me, hear me, because the church door should never be closed. Why is that? Because we are the church. That building may be closed, that you assemble yourself in. But if you really have a relationship, hear me, and not just religion to where you go to church, but you become the church, then the doors of the church will never close because the door of the church is within your heart. And I think that, and I'm saying this to say, that I think in this hour, because of what is going on and the fact that maybe, you know, you are unable to assemble yourselves together, that it should be an awakening um, within you to figure out, am I really the church or was I just going through the motions? And, you know, I've said this before, and going to social hour once a week just to hang out or to say that I went. And in that, if that is the case, then there is a struggle within you, a sincere struggle within you to cope with what all is going on, okay? Because your your social platform is no longer there. You know, the thing that 
you you relied on is no longer there. And here, here's the key. Though we assemble, and again, the word of God says, forsake ye not the assembling of yourselves together. You know, so I understand that, and we're supposed to, but do we really, have we really tapped into why we assemble? And the reason we assemble was to get corporate strength, to get corporate prayer, to get corporate um, worship, but to recognize and understand that our reliance, hear me, should not have been on that building. Our reliance all along should have been on our relationship with God, which should not have changed. And I love your question because um, I think that there's so many out there that they relied on that building more than they relied on the the God that should have been living, God that lives within. And that's a problem. And I think that there's a great uncovering that God is doing in the midst of this season because of that, because it was all about the building instead of all about being the church. That's just my feeling. That's powerful, sis. You couldn't have said it better than that. You know, because, you know, let me just get into the heart of it, how I feel. You know, what about the ones that just barely even went to church, but but now that the church doors are closed, what are we doing with ourselves, like you're saying? I don't know about anybody else, but even in my quiet time, because I'm telling you, I've had a rough couple of weeks. Body's been tired. I've been feeling weary, you know what I'm saying, with just the enemy trying other things because mm-hmm. he, he knew that this wasn't getting to me. So, of course, the attack comes in other different areas of your life, your kids or mm-hmm. your social mm-hmm. or however it is. And, this, and let me tell you mm-hmm. something. It's not the COVID-19 because there's always an attack. But I'll tell you what. I always tell people, the enemy gets me at my best when I'm not feeling my best. And trust mm-hmm. me, and it's the truth. I'm not, I'm not exempt. I'm not telling you guys that I feel good all the time. I try, but I mm-hmm. have my struggles. Mm-hmm. And please believe me, I pray daily about that. But right now, now mm-hmm. the church doors are closed, I feel more of a closer walk with him. More of I wake up mm-hmm. early in the morning now, my soul starts to begin to cry out and pray before I can even open up my mouth. I open up mm-hmm. my eyes yeah. now in prayer. I have a desire more, you guys. You know, I just want to rest in him now because I need mm-hmm. him more now than I, I felt like I ever have. And I say that all the time because I need him all the time because this girl right mm-hmm. here, I can be that girl, and I try not to turn into that girl, and I do. And mm-hmm. I'm finding it, you guys, I'm the one, I do love the Lord, I do trust him. But with the different uh, attitudes now and the social distancing and, the, mm-hmm. and, I, and you know what I'm saying, and just be careful. I had a lady the other day, sis, um, actually it was uh, yesterday, and she was an older lady, and she came to ask me a question, where was the product? But when she did it, she said, miss, and she took her finger and she touched my arm, not her whole hand or whatever. And when I looked at her, I told her where the product was. But after I walked off, you guys, I began to weep in my spirit. And Mm. I had to go back and say to her, I hope you don't become offended by this, but I have to tell you something. Thank you for touching me. She said, excuse me? Thank you for touching me because... And my eyes begin to weep because you reignited me and made me see that I am human. Because mm. during all this, I began to, I didn't realize, isolate my spirit even inside of me. And mm-hmm. I forgot mm-hmm. that I was human. I still, I'm on the battlefield. I still can pray. I still can intercede. I still can smile. Because I told you, a lot of mm. you guys, I got to a point where I put my head down. And I was like, okay, I got to get through with this social distancing thing. Because you guys, I'm sorry, my sister tell you I'm a hugger and all that stuff. My sister mm-hmm. is not, Elder Colette, this is good mm-hmm. for her. She's like, good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like with my husband, my boss be like, good. I don't want to talk anyway. Well. I'm a hugger. You know what I'm saying? Oh, God, <laughs> please thank you for not touching me right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This is like, woo. You know, and my husband's like, good. You know, and I'm like, oh. This is different for me because I'm like a little light bulb mm-hmm. sometimes when I get out there and I, <laughs> I, I, I want to talk to people and make them laugh or, and stuff. And I had to realize it's different now. So 
So now yeah. that the churches are closed and I'm listening to, you know, I'm kind of, since I'm kind of um, surprised, though, that a lot of the bigger ministers, now I ain't going to, I'm taking T.D. Jakes off the list and, and Pastor Axis in Las Vegas, but, and my pastor down here, I'm still getting a lot of old messages, and I want to know how they're enduring as well and helping us endure during these times. For the ministers that the doors are closed, and for the ministers that right now you don't feel like there's anything you can do. And some of you guys haven't even gotten on, on the Internet. I'm not, I can't talk about nobody. I still ask my sister questions about Facebook, and please post it to my page because I swear I don't want to post it wrong. But <laughs> what are we all doing with each other? to help each other during these times. Are we still calling people up, ministering to them, just checking on them, say, hey, I just want to tell you I love you, how you doing? You know what I'm saying? Just because you're not mm-hmm. in the church mm-hmm. and you want to be seen or, or say that you did it as a cross me off on your pit, pad and pencil, now that you are not in church, mm-hmm. how are you exercising your right as a child of God and put the church in you and minister it to the world now? I really want somebody to call in and tell me. I really want somebody to hear this and reflect and think about it because this is important right now because I'm not going to lie to it you. Is. I had a moment where I put my head down, sis, and I, and I almost thought that social, I thought that the social distancing also meant social isolation. And God had to yank my chain mm. a couple of days ago through to, uh, somebody ministered to me saying, just because you're social distancing, a smile can change somebody's day. A good morning can still change mm-hmm. somebody's day. Mm-hmm. Because when I walked mm-hmm. in that story, Mm-hmm. That's how I feel. I apologize, sis. I'll give you the platform. But I'm just really curious about how people are doing this because it seems to me like a lot of people are getting more distant in the church than they are getting closer. You know, and, and again, I, I, I have to go back to what I said. It, it's like there's an uncovering. I believe this with everything that's within me. There is an uncovering, and the uncovering, some of it may not be out in the public eye, but I think that God is showing us ourselves during this period, okay? An uncovering of what is our true motive, what is our heart, why were we going to the building? Was it just to be seen? Was it just to say that I went or I'm a member of XYZ Church, okay, um, because it gives me status, you know? What was really behind what we were doing? And I believe that in this hour now that you don't have that status, okay, it'll show you really and truly where is your heart. Was the heart in the building or was your heart in God? Okay, because one of the things that, you know, we've always been crystal clear about is that we don't walk in perfection. And every single one of us, especially you and I on this platform here, have been very, very transparent in our struggles, you know, we all continue to struggle because we are still in this human flesh. Some struggles become less of a struggle as we mature more. Some things are better kept in control within our flesh as we mature more in the Lord. But that doesn't mean you're going to have every single day it's going to be skipping my little, my darling, and you're just in, in cloud nine, okay? It, it, it does not happen like that. It doesn't work that way, you know? But even in that, at the same time, we have to be mindful of our motive. Because remember, God says man looks on the outer being, but he looks at the heart. And so that's why I'm saying that I believe that so strongly there's an uncovering of where was your heart? Where was your heart? See, because you don't have to, if your heart is in the right place and your relationship with God is strong, being in one building or in your living room will not detour your fellowship, your praise, and your communing with God. does not matter what building you're in. Is it your home or is it in the quote-unquote church building? Okay? 
If your heart is right and pure before God, no matter where you are, you can be in your car, you can be standing on the mountaintop, you can be standing next to the river, you can be walking in the park, you can be in the grocery store. It matters none if your heart is right with God because you can find fellowship with him anywhere. You don't just have to be in that one building. Now, is there an anointing in the building? Absolutely, positively. You know how I love to shut in at 1229 West Owens Avenue because there is a true anointing in that place. And there's a place of serenity and peace that I find when I go in there. So, yes, I understand that. I'm not taking that away. But I still know, no matter where I am, I can fellowship with my father. I can get in a quiet place with him. I can pour out my heart to him. I can allow him to see me there and encourage me. But for those that are freaking out because they can't get into the building, where's your heart? That's my question. Where's your heart? You know, I heard a young lady on my job. I love her the other day, and she's a young lady, you know. And she said, Natanya, I'm upset now that these churches are closed. And I said, why are you upset, baby? I don't like the fact that it's going to be closed on Easter. So what does Easter got to do with it? God ain't, Jesus is not Easter bunnies and Easter eggs. You can still do that at home. If Hello. You want to. I'm going to color me a couple of eggs and hide them. Hell, I'm a big kid. I'm sorry. Yes, I said hell. I just <laughs> let you know that I still feel that, that human. And that was a slip, okay? Mm-hmm. But let me just say this to everybody. <laughs> you know, and I have to say that to her, right, sir? I was like, what did that have to do mm-hmm. with it? You know what I'm saying? You were okay. one of those kind of people that during Easter time, you like to get dressed up and go in because you like to say what you had on and look around at everybody else and see what, do you look a little bit better than the next person? I'm sorry for all you mm-hmm. used to go and say, we're like that. You've been shut down. You've mm-hmm. been served the notice. We better get serious about what we're doing right now. I believe that this is a moment of isolation yeah. to get to make a better you. Get some time with you, my, as my niece said. We always say we don't have time to spend with God. We always time, Lord, I'm just so busy. Lord, I've just got so much going on. Lord, I know I need to spend more time mm-hmm. with the kids. Well, some of you out there, you are locked up with them right now because they're not going back to school for the rest of the year. God bless you. All right. I'm All so right. grateful to God that I'm an I'm a empty nester. Okay, period. <laughs> Somebody said to me the other day, Tanya, you should thank God you ain't got no kids at home. And I went, oh, dang, now that you done told me that, I feel so much better already. You're right. <laughs> my nerves are right. They're shot already, sis. I couldn't even handle it, okay? okay. But oh, I just, you got to laugh sometimes. You know, I find myself now when I'm at home with my husband, I, I start laughing, you guys, because with all the seriousness that's going on, find time to laugh. This is time now that you can sit down and have a supper with your family, have a sit down. Yeah. Yeah. This is time that you guys can all be around and watch a movie, have a popcorn day or whatever. This is time that you can talk to your kids and see what's in their head. Yes, I was the mom that did stuff like that, but, you know, I have one of them children that she has a brain fog and she forgets that I was a super cool mom at one point. You know, when they don't like you, <laughs> you become the butthole in their lives. You become a butthole for a long time, not just a short time. So, mm. again, this all has something to do with our relationship that was in our home, which is yourself, before you entered into that church. Mm-hmm. Your pastor is human, too. But are you learning how to minister now to the people in your life? You don't have to go in. The Lord said, you better get over here on the Mount Jordan because the COVID-9 is here. No, you don't have to do it like that. But sometimes it's good now to look at your mate and go, how do you feel about all this? Are you scared? Do you, do you feel like it's something that we should be more prepared? How do you feel with your relationship with God during these times? You feel like we need to get closer? You feel like we right where we need to be? Or you feel, you know, mm-hmm. how do you feel? These are times to start asking questions because guess what? You got time now. Okay. You know, so Lots of it. I just really... <laughs> Yes, lots of it, you guys. And I'm sorry again for the people that have uh, laid off on their jobs right now, have lost their jobs. You know, I heard of a situation, one of my good dear friends told me, her son-in-law, she's really upset because he had lost his job about three weeks ago. And, and we were praying together that the Lord will provide. And then she came back and said, 
wow, we just found out three weeks later, guys, somebody was tested where he worked at. They had to close the whole plant down. So look at God. Mm. You know, and mm. he has a child that he can't afford to bring that home to because her immune system is really low. Look at God. Wow. Are you looking at God yeah. for what he's doing yeah. now in this season? Are you looking mm-hmm. to God what's going on now and he's still blessing you? You guys, come on. We ain't mm-hmm. buying a lot of nobody. Groceries and went up. All your necessities and went up. Please believe me. And I know, as my niece said, some of y'all looking like Bert and Ernie around the eyebrows if you don't know how to arch your own eyebrows. This is maybe time for you to get <laughs> that mirror and try that. You know, some of y'all probably don't even know what to do because your lashes ain't done. You got time to go in the mirror right now and, and learn how to do your lashes. And some of y'all, no offense, some of y'all might still have some hairdressers or whatever, but maybe it's time for you guys to have a new skill and learn how to do your own hair. So you got time. Mm. See, that's, people don't realize that that's still church. When you're sitting there and you're dealing with yourself, that's still church. Mm-hmm. When you're loving on yourself, mm-hmm. looking in the mirror, seeing how you can improve to me. Mm-hmm. Because you're looking for a betterment. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell you not going to trip out. I'm not going to tell you it's going to be some not be some bad days. Stop. Some of us need to turn off the TV and stop listening to so, so much of this. Because mm-hmm. it's causing you to become overly fearful. This is true. And now that you're not in church, is it harder for you to walk by faith and not by sight right now? Now that you ain't in the church and somebody ain't constantly telling you that? I bet you some of these ministers mm-hmm. are happy. They're going, dang, I'm so glad right now. Lord, you know I've been teaching the same message over and over again. These people still ain't getting it. Now, God, is you preaching mm-hmm. to them now. You teaching them now. Mm-hmm. And hopefully they're listening. Hopefully they're listening. We have a caller um, that has a comment. Let me bring them on the line. Um, that they would like to interject. Uh, caller, your last four numbers is 3032. That's Apostle Greenlee. You're live. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Good <laughs> evening. Good evening, my fellow co-workers in the vineyard. How are you? Hey. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Awesome, awesome. Um, I, I love your topic today. Uh, how do you feel about churches closing due to the COVID-19? I feel great about it. I, I looked at it like this. You know, some of us have been doing um, online ministry for years and had the realization mm-hmm. that the building was not the church. And look at what God is doing now. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, that's all I can say, um, look what God's doing. I mean, because you, you remember, uh, Elder, when we used to do telechurch, and people thought that was strange. Yep. Well, how can you have church yep. over the phone? I mean, we're the building. Why do we got to be in an actual physical building for God to move? And, and you know, mm-hmm. and, and I believe Sister uh, Tanya knows that we have seen the move of God on a telephone call. Um, I have ministered to people through a chat. Mm-hmm. God is bigger mm-hmm. than a building. Come on, people. Yes, yes. he is. Yes, he, he is. is yes. Than a building. If he can move yes. in a building mm-hmm. with a steeple with somebody standing behind a pulpit and people squeezed in, sitting in chairs together, why can't he move? On a street corner. Uh, I mean, back in the day, we used to have uh, 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 street meetings. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 Now, my question to you, Elder and and Tanya, um, I I don't want to say I have an issue, but I'm curious to know why people are still doing it and and not um, not that I have an issue with it. But I have noticed, and you're going to laugh, Elder, um, because someone that I love daily, and you know I love them, but I'm curious as to why they're still going to the church and having a service and not doing it from their home. Can I answer that? I mean, they're doing it on, on Facebook Live and stuff like that, but what is the purpose behind it? Do you, you understand the question? 
Yeah, and I apologize, and I please forgive me because I'm 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 getting older now. I I forget you guys, real quick. But this is on my heart. I I believe for the people what we were just talking about. I believe that giving you they want to still give you the um to take over any time. I, I I'm losing my words where they're trying to still give you that the church. They're bringing the church to you, and sometimes in your own house, it's almost like a meeting. You know, um, I, I, I used to be in a group where I had to dress up and sometimes I have all my pajama bottoms, but I would have my top of my suit top and, and everything on because I had to go into these meetings and I would sit at my table and they would always say dress the part because regardless of the fact, you still do a business and it did change things. I noticed that. So for, for pastors that are still going into the church and you don't have any parishioners and you could still get up there and preach even to where there's nobody there giving you the hey, amens and the hey who's, I commend you. I, I do. And if you choose to do it at home, that's cool too. But, you know, I, I was watching uh, a gentleman that calls himself a prophet. Please, please forgive me. He said he's a prophet. And um, he, well, he's at home, but I don't know. I almost feel like when he's talking and he said he got a word, like he at the speakeasy club, you know, because <laughs> the way he comes across. <laughs> and he and he's doing it to me. So I'm I'm just being honest. My spirit just uh, it, it don't connect to that. But I am yeah. not going to lie to you. At the same time, I seen Mister Jakes, and he was like, "It's just me and you." And it, I mean, it, it's just us in the airways now. There's nobody out in the audience. It's just for the people that's putting them on um, te- television. And it touched me differently the way he yeah. ministered. So whether he was at home or in that church, if he's not causing others to be affected or harmed, I commend you for you to wake up every morning and still drive that distance and do whatever you have to do to get your word across and minister to the world. So that's just my view. Go ahead, sis. I apologize. Hello, no apology needed. So um, my feeling is this. I think that pastors know their, know the um, the sheep for which God has called them to shepherd. Okay? And there is a certain um, decorum or or connection with getting the word and seeing that word come from that pulpit for some people. Okay, like you know, it it, it depends on I think a lot of the maturity level of the parishioners also that that they are um, ministering to, and I think you know because. I've I've also, they do both. They do, you know, I mean, even my pastor, he did sonship class from home, from his living room. You could tell he was in his living room. Um, But he did Wednesday night Bible study and Sunday morning service from the church. Um, And I just think that it is to connect with the people that need to connect in that place. That that's you know and and again they know they know those that um, God has given them to to watch over, and I think they take that into consideration. Um, now some of us don't need it, and some others do. You got you know everybody is in a different place in their level with God. You know, you still got people that can't receive from a woman giving them a word from the pulpit, okay, because that's, that's where their level is. But you have others that they just need to connect, and that visual um, picture of seeing that pastor behind that pulpit helps them to connect. So, um, Very you know, different. It, it's Very just one of, the, one of the things. But one of the things that I know for a fact, and I can only see from my pastor, is that he is very mindful of those that God has given him um, to shepherd. And he takes into consideration the different levels, and he takes into consideration the different needs. And that is, and he allows the Holy Spirit to govern and to guide him in his decisions. So that's powerful. I like that. I've looked at it in different ways as to what are, and and I will say I'm not talking about Pastor D, um, because I know he has held it from the church. Um, But there are others that I've seen, and I've wondered what are their real motives 
behind it. Mm-hmm. And I have to. Mute and again, one just second. like what I just said, like I just said, God is uncovering motives. Okay, <laughs> seriously. So yes. you know, if the motive is that. wrong, trust me, God is uncovering motives. You know, because you have you have you have wolves in sheep clothing, and then you have true shepherds after God's own heart. So you know, you you Amen. have to kind of look at it on an individual basis. That's why I said I can Amen. only I can speak from the place of my own pastor because I know his heart. I don't know everybody Amen. else's heart, but I, that man right there, I know his heart. Yeah. He has been my yeah. my pastor and my spiritual father for almost thirty two years, so I know his heart. Amen. You I know other well. people I can't Amen. say that about. Right. 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 And I can speak for my pastor down here. You know, I see that his concern when he, he, we were the first church down here in Augusta that said we were closing. And so many people were upset. And I said to myself, you're the shepherd over that flock. You know, there's mm-hmm. one um, minister that I've seen on TV, and he just straight out said, he don't care what they say. He's going to mm-hmm. still have church service on Easter. That's the way it's going to be. And I thought to myself, wow, mm-hmm. you're not really, I can't really judge him because I don't know what God said to him. But that was a pretty bold stand because when you're a shepherd to me over a flock, and that's a huge responsibility, mm-hmm. then you make decisions for that flock because if you stick in the head with your thinking, I still believe in my heart. I don't care how many amens and shouts you get. If you're not strong enough, you're going to be sick in the head just like your shepherd. But when you lead me, mm-hmm. as they say, by the still waters and the quiet streams during this time ministering to my soul, and concerned about me and continuously keeping my spiritual level up because we do need each other. I believe that. That's why they said, I believe that this, you can either get strong during this time or you can get weaker and you still need to connect with people. You still need to hear that word of God to me. You still need to, Mm -hmm. it's music ways to minister to you. There's music. There's so many other different ways, but keep yourself constantly minister to all the time because this is a rough walk this time you guys and yeah. I just want to thank you for the bishops, the, the pastors the apostles, the people out there that have made a difference and I know it's a harder time but I believe like you said sis, we don't know the true ones who going to stand when this is all over with. Amen. You know what I'm saying Period. Mm-hmm. those who are relying on the tithe and, and to keep your income and stuff going well we obviously get ready to see something because mm. you don't, I told people, you don't have to be in the church to tithe. Mm-mm. You still know your duties and what you're supposed to do. You still, there's right. still ways all over, you can, over the internet, and how your, your pastors and stuff are lined up. You keep it going. Mm-hmm. You still need you to keep the your ministries going. Right. But so we know that. But if we choose not to do it, then that's on you. But for all those that have been on the front line this whole time, that have ministered, this is, this is the power now that we, you're going to see what your words meant to a lot of the people that were sitting in the, in the mm-hmm. audience, the parishioners, and what they believed in and how, how they were structured by your words. I believe that. And mm-hmm. who really went into the church to, to be a part of the church and let the church be in them or are, you, or the ones that play the church? I believe those are the ones that get, ready to get se- mm-hmm. separated. Okay, as they say, mm-hmm. the wheat from the chaff from the wheat, it's going gonna, it's gonna, mm-hmm. to be separated. So... You know, something else that we need to keep in mind just in, in following in this discussion is our, our spiritual leaders because, you know, where we are catching it, they are catching it even more so Amen. because they're the ones that everybody is asking all these questions of. Why would God allow this? What is going on? They're the ones that have, you know, like I said, that there's not been a day this past week that passed that I didn't hear of somebody dying. You know, mm-hmm. they're the ones that have to comfort those families. They're the ones that have to be there. And, and you know, and Pastor Seneca said the same thing I said. You know, she was just like day after day after day, you know, and comfort these families who, whose loved ones are in the hospital and they can't even go see them. Mm-hmm. They don't know what's going on with them. They are the ones that, you know, are shouldering, you know, the, the hurt 
and the pain of their parishioners. So they really, really, really need our prayers and our support, for real, for real. Amen. Amen. And like you said, again, you know, I believe that when you're up there ministering, you're making discipleship for those who, you know, they can branch off and they're a part of you so they can branch off. Because your minister mm-hmm. is only one person. They can't do it all by themselves. The first lady is this only is one true. person. She can't do it all by herself. But she does need right. the help of those that, that confess with their mouths, Jesus is Lord, confess with their mouths, mm-hmm. and Lord, I'm going to serve you, confess with their mouths. I don't care what level it's on. My, my platform mm-hmm. is not that big at the grocery store. But I realized that when I didn't talk to anybody, you guys, because I did, I'm not going to lie to you, I just, I, I started getting a little road rage inside of me at first <laughs> after, you know, this and getting tired and fatigued. And, and I allowed my attitude to get the best of me. And I'm telling you, for two weeks, I promise you, I was acting like something different. And I don't believe I was exuding the skills of a Christian. But when God mm-hmm. yanked my chain and let me know, I'm still holding you accountable, Tanya. Mm. Okay. I still don't hold you accountable during these times. I still mm-hmm. even more so. Even more so. Yes, because they ask us questions. When you hear people are talking, and the same people that you had a conversation with before all this, they say they went to church mm-hmm. and they believe in Jesus, they're Christian. Now you got mm-hmm. the weak shall mm-hmm. bear the infirmities. The, the strong shall bear the infirmities of the weak right yeah. now. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. you're not yeah. going to feel as strong, but I need somebody to minister to me. And then they're, they're not going to be strong, so we need to minister to them. Are we doing our mm-hmm. parts to make sure that what the, what the ministers can't handle it all? Because they can't. They're tired, too. And the first mm-hmm. ladies and, and all them, are you still making phone calls? Are you still checking on the people in mm-hmm. your circle that God gave you to charge over? And it does get crazy. Please hear me. I was talking to my godfather today, and I was like, I'm so sorry. Man, it's just amazing how... You can talk to somebody and you go, it's been six months since the last time I talked to you? Mm. You mean it's been 2019? This is, this is 20? So there's so much going wow. on. But what are you doing? Are you doing your part? Is the church still mm. in you enough that you care mm-hmm. right now that people are scared and they're hurting and they got mm-hmm. other things going mm-hmm. on besides the COVID-19? Please believe me. Mm-hmm. And like mm-hmm. you said, sis, because people are hurting, people are losing people. And it's not just by the COVID-19. I just believe right now, y'all, if you mm-hmm. die right now, it's going to be COVID-19. I don't care what it is. They're going to call it that. So mm-hmm. are you, are we doing our part to help as well, to keep that, that chain? You know what I'm trying to say? Break yeah. every chain and keep the yoke complete in Christ. And that's why I'm asking everybody. During this time, now that the churches are closed, do you still feel like you're doing your part as a minister? Oh, you're only a minister um, on the minister roster when church is open so you can look good and wear one of them robes and stand in front of the church so you can mm. say, oh, that's mm. a minister. Mm. Because that don't mm. impress me. I'm one of them kind of people. I, am a, I have been a church boy, you guys, and I know the Holy Spirit has dwelt with me. And, yes, I'm a wreck undone. So, but I, and I can tell now, please believe me, a fake from the real. And it's like it's becoming more apparent and clear to me more and more. Because now, I, what they say, so I let me say this, now the rain is gone. Let me say this. You say it doesn't impress you. Guess what? It don't impress God. It don't either. impress God. <laughs> okay. I was going to say the same thing. You know, that's right. And that's the one that really matters. Because I'm going to tell you something. It's, I see a lot of separation in a lot of different ways. The Lord told me this is the time that I'm getting ready to separate it. Mm. I'm just, you know what I'm trying mm. to say? From the real, from the fake now. You guys, some of you are mm-hmm. going to go through a change right now where God is separating people from you. Don't be scared. Mm-hmm. Don't be scared during this time right now. I truly believe God is doing the work. And when you've been waiting, like oh, the bridesmaid yeah. with the oil burning, if you've been waiting, if you're that one that's been waiting on it with that oil burning, I truly believe he's roaming through the land and he's blessing people. I believe in my heart. I believe that. You know what I'm saying? My sons and daughters should prophesy. Yeah. I see this coming to pass. Those on the bottom are going to be on the top. I see that coming to pass. I see people that didn't even think they were creative, and God has given them a new passion, creativity. That when it's all over, he get ready mm-hmm. to thrust you forward. Hold on mm-hmm. a little bit longer. Because, see, the enemy wants you to get caught up in that and forget. No, you're still a Christian, if you say you are. 
You still, you still, you still have a job to do, even though this is going on. I promise you, I know that you did. You know what? It, it, there is always something good that comes out of the midst of chaos. And we, we have to always remember that, that God is yet still on the throne. All of these people, we have 4 million people that are on unemployment now. Well, what are you doing with your time right now? Because remember you said you were too busy to put together your business plan. Remember you said you were too busy to spend time with your family. Remember you said that you were too busy to pray. You were too busy to read your word. So now what? Got no excuse, Guess ma'am. Guess what? You're not too busy. You're not too busy now. Bring it on, sis. That's what, what I said in the beginning. Hey, yeah. What are you doing it. now? Sure. And um, I was listening to what Tanya was saying, and you know, I, I was talking to somebody the other day, and they said something. You know how they're always saying that God is going to. Um, I'm, I'm trying to see how they say it exactly so I can put it correctly. Um, the, you know how they, they talk about the rich have and that we that don't have are going to begin to have? I, I forget how they say it exactly. You, you know what I'm talking about? The first will be last and the last will be first? Yes. Okay, so what this person was talking about that after all of this is over, people are going to be bankrupt, lost buildings, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. And they were saying that's when God's people are going to begin to get blessed that have been in the background waiting for their blessing from God. They're building for their business. They're building for ministry, so on and so forth. So when you all were talking about a blessing is going to come out of this, and God is separating. He, he's, you know, because we see in the church now, and, and I'm not pointing out any one particular church, but it's a lot of pompous and, and, and show and uh, idols in the church. And, and God is tearing this down because you can't be in the building right now. And he's mm-hmm. going to replace those things with true men and women of God that all are about the how the building looks, how pretty it is and who's wearing what and whatever, but it's going to be the true gospel going forth that's drawing in people that are hungry, not for looks, not for money, not for this, but Amen. for the glory of God. Amen. Amen. I can see that. I can receive that, too. I can receive that. That's real talk right there. That is real talk. I believe that. I believe that in my heart. Because, you know, it, it, the proof is already being put in you guys. If you're in there playing church again, then you're going to see your results of what you're going to get out of what's going through right now. Because I promise you, I believe it'll all come out in the wash. Grandma Mama always say, you wait long enough, you'll see it all comes out in the wash. Mm-hmm. And it really does. Just like they say, you'll reap what take, you mm-hmm. And it's going to, it, it, it's not, let me tell you guys something. It's not just to me about that as well, but it's about where we're going to stand in Christ. And I'm telling you, it's so important now who you talk to on the phone now, you guys. It's so important what you watch. And I said this several times, several shows back. It's so important what you feed in your kids right now. Can you not talk to your kids right now? You just set them in front of the TV. You need to pay attention to what they're watching and see what's telling lies mm-hmm. to their vision and what's speaking to their spirit. You need that's to right now. You know, yes. And yes. You know, most that's parents exactly haven't right. been around. So now they're around their kids and, and they're seeing what their kids are doing and what they're getting into uh, on the Internet and stuff. Because, you know, you, you see all these young kids going into preteens and teenagers and they're walking around with uh-huh. tablets and phones and whatever. And the, path, the parents don't know what they're doing on those phones, on those tablets, and on those computers. I mean, I, I see kids now at two and three and they've got tablets and cell phones. Yeah. Oh, you kidding me? They're kicking. I and they're sitting in the, in the corner and the parent yeah. ain't paying attention to what they're doing. But we see on the news and stuff of these people out there hacking baby monitors. So just imagine they can hack a, a, a child's cell phone, a child's tablet, and the parent's not paying attention. But then when something happens, the parent wants to go out and kill somebody. And, but you should have been paying attention to what your child was doing in the first place. So now what you're saying is you've got time now to pay attention exactly to what your kids are doing. 
The times that I think that that has been the biggest sentence of a lot of us. I just don't have the time. When I get off work, I'm so tired. When I come home, I just don't have the time. Or I just, man, let me tell you something. The Lord's getting after me right now. You say a book? You know what I'm trying to say? You got time to start writing. You have time to start doing things. If you ever had a time right now, mm-hmm. the time is now. Mm-hmm. And see what God is going to do for you in this season. Mm-hmm. You can come and I'll to raise my hand with just... you, Tanya, because God has yeah, been dealing with you know, me. You know, oh, well, yes. you, you said you're too busy to do this. You, you, you're taking care of your yes. life. You, you're trying to work. You're trying to this. you got too much on your plate. Now you got all the time in the world to do what I've called you to truly do. What I've so called I'm you to do. Exactly. And I'll say it right here live on the call. <laughs> yes, that's real right there. Now, what they say, whatever was, keep it real. That's real. I just feel like I, mm-hmm. I just, um, I, again, whether I have to show people, I, I show people now at work, this is who I am. I, I get mm-hmm. to a moment where I don't want to talk to people. I get to the point. But what we need to learn is don't just expect me to be perfect. When mm. every time I open up my mouth because I love the Lord, that don't mean I'm perfect. I need somebody Amen. to minister to my soul too. Sometimes I need mm. someone to pray for me. I need someone to keep me mm-hmm. up sometimes. So are we doing that for each other during this time? Because I promise you, it's okay every once in a while to have concerns and answers. It is. But where are you getting those? Where are you going to when you have those concerns and answers? Are you able to talk to your pastor? Are you able to talk to somebody in the church? The pastor can't talk to everybody. You got somebody in that church you can call and go, this is what's going on with me. I just need you to pray with me. I just, I need somebody to minister to my soul. If God is giving you a word right now, because this is the time to be quiet, and I believe God is giving a lot of people a word for other people to endure, because he loves us. Mm -hmm. Are you listening to Mm -hmm. God right now? Are you finding time to be still and quiet? Because I told the Lord, man, Lord, even when I'm still and quiet, I'm loud. This is almost scary. So, I think it's you know also a time for God to bring his people together in one body as a true body because we are so separated as the body of Christ. But with what's Amen. going on, we're becoming closer, you know, and this is a, a time I believe that God is showing us uh, and I believe I, I shared this with Tanya earlier, you know, I, I looked at this and I said, hmm, and God had been dealing with me with this for a while, uh, Elder Collette, that he is truly on his way back. And this is what he's <laughs> trying to show his people, that he is on his way back, that the groom is coming, but the bride, us, his people, are running around half naked, or we're dressed in what we think is our gown, but it's filled with spots Ooh. and wrinkles. Mm. That's powerful. That's a powerful wow. word. Right so there. he's got to shake us up to get our attention to let us know, look, I'm on the, I'm on the way back. You know, That's because real. all these yeah. things that are happening are in the Bible. That place yeah. we're going to oh, yeah. come to the land. Absolutely. But we've been so blinded and so caught up in ourselves that we weren't ready for it to come. Yeah. It's like there's nothing under the sun that should surprise us if we are in the Word Mm. of God. Come on now. Because already told you. Mm. Yes, amen. Amen. Already told you. And that's what Lady Keith has been saying. She listens to her Wonder Bible constantly, you know, because she can't see. But she's in that Wonder Bible, and she says she's just been seeing well, or hearing and known because she's been listening for almost two years to it, and this is coming, and she's just been like, wow, God, okay, this this is happening. She, she's been prepared for it. Mm-hmm. Yes, 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 mm-hmm. yes. I believe that. I believe God told He said it in the Word. This should not be surprised mm-hmm. to my people. This shouldn't be. I told you what was going to come. Mm-hmm. You guys, we're looking around now, and I know some of you are still out there. You may even say, uh, I'll be all right. This case. But well, let me tell mm-hmm. you something. Right, right so now, much. again, yeah, I'm like, Lord, whatever you're doing in this season, don't mm-hmm. do it without me. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you something. Just like when, I said that when Noah mouth, built the ark. They weren't ready. Yeah. They, they thought he was crazy. Yep. Yeah. 
We yep. have taken God's yep. word for granted for so long. Yes. That's the problem. Ooh, we have not powerful. taken it seriously. We have taken it for granted. And mm. we have been so, so busy trying to um, equate it, okay, to um, a mythical thing to where, mm. you know, we have forgotten the reality of it. You know, we have mm. spiritualized mm. everything mm. and... You know, um, we're looking at it as symbolic rather than literal, okay? And, yes, there are some symbolism. There is some symbolism in the Word of God, but the majority of the Word of God is literal. And we need to open up our eyes and recognize that he means what he says and he says what he means. means. Mm. And, Colette, I'm going to say this, and then I'm going to be quiet. I'm just going to be obedient to God to whoever may come back and and listen to this call. I say to you, people of God, this is just the beginning. Strap on your Mm -hmm. seatbelts because there is more to come. Yes, God is a loving God, but he also is a jealous God. And at this time and in this season and in this disposition, God is jealous. And he's letting his jealousy show so that he may wake us up to our true callings and our true nature of what he has created us to be in him. So get ready because there's more to come. This is just not the first thing to come. There's more turmoil, there's more heartache, there's more death, there's more dis- there's going to come a time when we're going to be fighting just to get food. So be ready. You better be in Christ because it's not going to get easy. It's going to get harder. I've said what I can say. Well, you know, that's, that's keeping it real right there. If you would have seen a couple of things on the internet and seen people literally hitting each other over, each other over the head with a wine bottle, fighting over some toilet paper, you know that's really scary, you guys. And like you're saying, the greedier the world becomes. Yeah, you know what? Greedier, it's scary, become, yeah. but it's the truth. And we as children in God have to walk in wisdom and not in fear, because we know that yeah. it's truth, and we know that as long as we stand. Like the word says, stand and, and, and just keep on standing. We're going to make it through. They, they, I mean, we haven't even begun to experience tribulation yet. Come on now. This is just a, a prequel to Woo-hoo. tribulation. You said it right there. Yep. We ain't even this, experienced This is just that. a prequel. Very right. soon we're going to see. This This is just leading up to where they're going to say, well, you got to take this mark in order to get some food, in order to walk into a Walmart. What? It's just a prequel. Yes. yes. Oh, it's coming. Yes. It's coming. It's just you, around you, the corner. Because the word has already told you. It's coming. It's, it's coming. coming. It's coming. It's coming, y'all. It's coming. You ain't lying. And you know what? There ain't nothing to be scared of. A... It's God's word. Well, I... <laughs> no, it's the truth. We just yeah, got to be ready. See, if we're ready, we won't be scared. If you're it's truly in true. God, you won't be scared because you'll know this is God. Yeah, God, I'm ready. Come on back. Mm-hmm. Okay, guys. So we're going to have to do a part two of this because we are out of time. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> awesome. 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 You know, seriously. Mm. Seriously. Um, God is revealing. He is uncovering. He's revealing. And he's showing himself mighty in the midst all at the same time. All at the same time. So we just, we thank and praise yeah. him for his His power, his might, his love, his concern, his compassion, his mercy, and his grace. But we also thank him for his judgment because if he did not enact his judgment, then those who doubt him would never come to the realization of, oh, this thing is real. This thing is real. So um, God is is yet on his throne, and he he is yet God. 
He is yet God. Amen. So I love you. Amen. Thank you so much, my brother, for joining us on today. Amen. We love having yes. you. We've been trying we to get you. here for so a couple grateful. of weeks, but now we got some time. <laughs> Amen, amen. <laughs> and just so that so our listeners know, because you know, you can always go back and hear this show in the archives, but you can also hear this show on Apostle Paul's radio station, Sensational Sounds Radio, every Thursday night at 7 p.m. So the replay of today's show will be on his radio station on um, this Thursday at 7 p.m. So tune in, Sensational Sounds Radio. God bless you. Amen. Love you guys. We love you guys. Love you guys you. have love a you. phenomenal week in the Lord. Take care. Bye-bye. 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 Let's keep it real.